podcast is Blaine. This is Jeff. And once again, we're recording at the corner of Pennsylvania and Maryland at the Tin Roof in the Fireball Studios. In the building this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, off our two-week vacation where we just couldn't get schedules to line up. It's it's weird since I don't work downtown anymore. It's hard to like figure out what day works. It's so. it's also weird to keep telling people that this is lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is beers on a Friday afternoon. Beers after happy hour. But you can listen to it at lunch. Yeah. And then it's beers over lunch again. <laughs> there you go. The uh, we're much like the TED Radio Hour. We have a a bunch of new episodes coming your way. Uh, we just didn't make you listen to something we had recorded before we had even recorded live or rebroadcast yeah because we could do that we, we could have just, just rebroadcast the conspiracy theories right. just to get a, a tick and listens yeah but we don't want to do that to you our loyal listeners yeah i wonder how loyal they are i, I guess did, we'll see i did actually have at least this. four people ask me what the heck yeah yeah your friend that i now know yeah was asking me when the next episode was coming yeah. and so then he asked good. if i sang the theme song <laughs> to which my response was no, that was Brian Ng. If you would have listened to episode one, you, you would, would know, know that. that. Yeah, <laughs> we do shout out to Brian Ng. I'm like four episodes behind. Oh, that's a, that's a new voice. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, have a visitor. Is Chris Nugent? Hello, Chris. Hello. Uh, what are you drinking today? We'll start with you. Uh, I'm I'm drinking a crisp, uh, I believe, Texas local beer. They're still very keen on having one, uh, a blue ribbon in like the 1800s, 1844. They, they won them. It's a Milwaukee beer. Yeah, it is. Not Texas. Not Texas at <laughs> I feel all. Like, yeah, I, feel like I wondered where you're going. Oh, Lone Star is the Texas beer. Yeah. That's like the base. Yeah. Shiner. Yeah. 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 yeah right. The, anyway. uh, definitely Wisconsin. So yeah. Paps. I feel like you need a man bun drinking Paps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my bike everywhere like Jeff. That's true. I do. Yeah. That my hair counts. is too short though. If I got a man bun, I'd look like one of those terrible old guys that's trying to like. Uh, just hold on. I'm not bald yeah, just yet. hold on. Hold on for dear life. <laughs> yeah. It's creeping back. What? It's actually one-third of the PBR Bacardi Jack special. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For yeah. $355, yeah. you can get a PBR Bacardi Jack. I'll get that. It's, it'll be like a combo meal. Yeah. It's, like a, it's a PBJ. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. PB&J. What, like uh, what are you drinking, Jeff? Uh, I have a gumball head. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you've done that before. I'm surprised it's not from Beer Brewery. I asked her, what beer brewery do you have on tap? And she said, Gumball Head. No, that's not true. <laughs> uh, Three Floyds Brewery. Is this the one that everyone goes like batshit crazy? Zombie over? Dust. Zombie, zombie Dust. Yeah. We've had this yeah. conversation on the podcast before. No, I remember it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm obviously <laughs> not a huge Three Floyds, Floyds fan, even though I keep drinking it. But uh, then I, I won't even... Indie. I won't even do this spiel then. Yeah. You know how it tastes. Yeah. Yeah. Just listen to that episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's from the region. Our, Chris is one of our loyal fans, so he, he, heard, he heard that episode. You know At what? least he was once during a long drive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you guys you guys really made the drive from North Carolina home a lot easier. So What uh I got a question for you, Jeff. What are you drinking? Miller light. Okay. I was trying to buy time. No. Uh, oh, your... wait, let me buy time some more. Uh, I was listening to uh, Stuff You Should Know, and they also said something they had said previously, but they have more fans than A they lot always more. Insta- instantly get called out. Yeah. Yeah. What they said, which episode it was, was the, it? They were talking about ice and water, the density. Did you hear that one? No. 
Okay. Apparently, in the iceberg episode, they said it correctly that ice is not more dense than water or something like that. Hmm. But in a recent episode, they got it wrong. Oh. Yeah. So like, but you already knew the right answer. Right. right. Yeah. Um. When you're 800 episodes in, you yeah. forget what you said. Got my new teeth on the way. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there you go. The, uh, how's your fantasy team? Oh, is that what you wanted to ask me? Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people make up storylines early on in the season. If you're 2-0, you feel like everyone's, you know, rallying behind you. You're going to go undefeated. Uh, if you happen to be 0-2, you know, people might say you've got the worst team in the league. Uh, they might say it, that. It's early, you know. But you it's don't have Adrian Peterson anymore. That, that hurts, yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you just pick up his backup? Um, I actually, before you picked him up, <laughs> I looked at him. <laughs> before that happened, I did glance at him. But I've already got a, a Minnesota wide receiver, and I'm not keen on getting too many players from the same team. Yeah, as soon as I saw he was hurt, I immediately went pick him up to try to prevent you from doing it yeah so I'm i don't still, even know if i'll play him. i'm still gonna trade you all my bears players for no, no reason thanks. they're unwatchable <laughs> <laughs> aren't they your, think, yeah yeah that, we're that's your come, team they're playing here in two weeks mm -hmm. yeah. and i'm gonna come downtown i'm not gonna go to the game but we're gonna come like tailgate and then come probably here to watch the game yeah and um there's a good chance it could be both teams searching for their first win yeah it's, it's possible. Mm, both of those yeah. teams. Someone's are not gonna very have good. to win. Yeah. Well, can you still tie? Did they get rid of the tie? No, you can tie. Yeah. That's yeah. true. It's possible that. But they'd be going into it looking for their first win. That's true. And then they would both just make enough mistakes to not do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could see that being like a three-three or a zero-zero oh. tie, triple overtime. It's they're they're bad. Dude. Yeah. I watched that game on Monday just disappointed yeah. in life. Yeah. Like now I know what it's like to have a Browns to be the Browns. Yeah. And our quarterback <laughs> came from the Browns. So uh, yeah. I it's yeah. It sucks. You man. really feel like that. At least they have LeBron. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the uh so Chris, what are you up to? Oh man, I don't know. Uh how's I, your fantasy team? I actually I don't have one this year. You didn't strike me as much of a fantasy player. Uh, I, I played one last year. I didn't do too bad. I got like fourth in my league. Uh, but yeah, no, I just I I completely even spaced that uh, the draft. It was like draft season this year. Uh, been arcing a lot. Uh, ESPN also spaced that. Their whole app went down oh, for like yeah. the entire first week. I heard about that. Yeah. Everybody was like freaking Football out. Football season really caught and snuck up on them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what, uh, are you guys on ESPN or Yahoo? There's like ESPN, I feel like there's like a great sure. debate between like which is better. We've all, I don't think there's a debate. Our league's always been on ESPN. ESPN is Jeff's new to the league, so yeah. 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 Okay. I like the functionality of it when it is functioning. I think the one thing everyone can agree on is NFL.com is the worst. Always. Garbage. Absolute worst. Absolute garbage. And I played if, in the league on that one. If anyone should get it right, yeah, it should yeah, be you them. think. Right. Yeah. yeah. My my biggest pet peeve is when you're watching a game in like week two, and there are ads that are like, "It's not too late." Like, right. yeah, no, it, it fucking is. is. Too late. Actually, yeah. 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 If you start playing fantasy in week two, late. you're not. Yeah. At least kindly leave. Yeah. You so you said you've been arting. You're I thought you said farting, but that's okay. Oh, no, not farting. Okay. I mean, I've been doing that. Our um, <laughs> team. No, yeah, I'm a calligrapher. Calligrapher, sorry. I put By my, trade. 
Um, by uh, moonlight. Oh, okay. You don't have electricity? <laughs> <laughs> Candlelight um, would work too. Then you'd burn the paper. Yeah, oh, you okay. would. You, yeah. Although, like, you can melt the wax and all that fancy oh. shit. Oh, uh, yeah, you fine. can say shit. Okay, we have the E. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh -huh. Fancy shit. Yeah. Um, Use one, like, an award, though, right? Oh, yeah. So, uh, the Indianapolis or the Indiana State Fair has a calligraphy division in their, like, arts, uh, district. Arts, yeah, district division, whatever. Okay. And, yeah, I, I actually. I don't did know, you I feel get kinda, a blue ribbon for I, it? I, I did, and the red just one. Put that on everything. And from, a red from one now for the next the, 150 years. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I actually feel kind of uh, a little prickish about it because they have a non-professional and a professional version or like uh, right. uh, divisions, and I didn't think that I was quite professional level, and so I went ahead and entered the non-professional, but then I ended up sweeping. Uh, that. I got like first. I, yeah, yeah I, I I saw that I got all of them, and I was like, I felt like a huge sandbagging jackass. Yeah. Would you yeah. have won the professional division? No, I, I would have. That you would have. I definitely mm, no. I would have brought up that as evidence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, prob <laughs> I probably would have been the caboose in the professional division for well, sure. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. I'm putting one up in my house. Oh yeah, I have that. Um, so to be a professional today. Nice. It's pretty cool. It's a Kurt Vonnegut quote. Nice. In yellow and blue. Yeah, yellow? it's the it's the big like the Hoosier quote, like Hoosier pride. It's oh, like yeah, wherever yeah. you go, there's always a Hoosier there doing something really interesting or very interesting. Hoosier daddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so it's self-appointed, uh, like professional or amateur, like. It yeah. feels like there should be some guidelines around that. Right? There, there are some loose guidelines, but it, it's like the guideline is essentially like if you have been exhibiting your work uh, a lot, and like some of the divisions say like if you've made five hundred dollars on your work, or like they'll actually put like a, yeah. a a money a monetary thing. But the calligraphy one is like if you've been exhibiting your work a lot, basically. Right. So a it's lot. A, yeah, I've got a blog. Yeah. Quantified. <laughs> right, right. Um, and I mean, yeah, I, I, I know a lot of calligraphers who are much, much better than I am, and, and professional ones too. So I was like, I'm not quite a professional, so I'll go ahead and enter non-pro this year. And uh, if it makes you feel any better, I don't know any calligraphers that are better than you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's a safe, you're number one in my book. Safe yeah. statement. Yeah, but next year I'm definitely entering professional, and I just. How long know, have you been doing it? Uh, about two years. What made you be like, I want to do this, I want to do fancy penmanship? <laughs> um, I've always been kind of a like a hobbyist designer, and there's a really big, big trend. I mean, like, it's it's been a thing for the past several years, but, you know, like, hand-lettered type or, or letterpress or some of those more, like, craft element styles of, of lettering. Um, and so I was, I was doing a lot of that just with a computer, and I was... I kind of had this sort of day where I was like, this is dumb. Why don't I actually just learn how to hand letter things? Um, so what you're saying is we're regressing when it comes to writing words. We have all these awesome I, ways I to write words quickly word. and word processors and things. And now we're like, you know what, why don't we slow, slow things down? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But I mean, then you have all the, the arguments about like, uh, you know, the the detriment now of, of not teaching cursive in... Uh, in schools and, and things that? like that. It's essentially that... Um, they won't be able to sign their names. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's just going to be signing with X's again. Yeah. No, it's... Um, DocuSign. 
that <laughs> people it's there have been studies done where people who have been take have take notes by hand versus by computer they Helps retain it better yeah, yeah. Uh, by hand but why do you, you don't need, need to do cursive, cursive for that? that you don't necessarily but it's just obviously like faster I always um, only take notes by hand yeah, yeah I, I, but I'm not faster at writing cursive. Yeah, and to be honest, I'm, think about it. I'm yeah. terrible at cursive. Yeah. Uh, like, my, my day-to-day handwriting is garbage. Um, but my, you know, I'm a calligrapher. How long so. does it take you to do, a, like, that thing you did for the fair, the print you did for the fair, how long does that take? Um, what is your word per minute rate? Oh, I, that kind of depends. So, like, a piece like that, though, like, it's not you just don't sit down and and write the words you know you you draft it out in pencil first and kind of come up with a with a layout and a composition so all told i think that one took me about four or five hours mm. um between uh kind of figuring out the layout and then actually doing the calligraphy and that also was difficult because it was a kind of a style that i'm not used to doing um so i had to learn so there's different styles of it's not just like calligraphy it's calligraphy yeah, yeah, no, there, there are all sorts of different, um, different styles and alphabets. They call them hands or alphabets. So. What is the market like for calligraphy? It's actually grown a lot. Like um, what types of people go, I need some calligraphy done? Is it just like I want some stuff written to put up in my house? Or is it it's more a, than that? It's a little of both. Calligraphy is sort of like photography in the sense that um, like the yeah. wedding business is mm. kind of like... That can oh, be right. your bread and butter, yeah. you know? Invitations. Invitations, RSVPs. Placecards, uh, all that. Yeah. But then yeah. you have to deal with people Brides. getting married. Right, yeah. right. So <laughs> You said it, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you have the bridezillas and blah, blah, blah. But, so weddings can kind of like be a bread and butter. But then on top of that, you know, you'll have people come to you who want... Um, it, it's almost a support role, at least the stuff that I've been doing lately, because... You know, a designer might want some actual hand-lettered uh, work in a logo or a, uh, something that they're designing. And so, since they know that I'm a calligrapher, they'll, you know, hit me up on Throw Instagram or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, that's, it's almost a support role in a way, but that's also why I also do design and, and writing and whatnot myself. So, it kind of all works together. So, I know we touched on this already in our earlier podcast, too, but, like... Uh, records becoming a huge deal again. Mm-hmm. Like I think across like I, I the just board, said we're regressing. Right across the board, yeah. like technology is great. Let's do all this harder shit. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I have a push mower, like the old yeah. school. Like I had one know, of those for. In few all years. fairness, your yard's the size of this fucking bar. Sure. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. like, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, why even turn a lawnmower on to do <laughs> one strip of grass? I don't know. I just like uh, a lot of things. Maybe it's just me being a pseudo hipster, but like I've got a hand crank coffee grinder. Like there's a lot of things that that doesn't that doesn't make sense. Yeah. What do you mean? Like you put it in and then you do this? Yeah. You. I can't. Blaine's making a rotating motion with his right hand while (laughs) acting as though. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So you do that? Yeah. It seems like such a monumental waste of time. But now I don't have one more appliance plugged in. Oh. Okay. You could have read like two sections of the star by then, though. <laughs> no, I've got Alexa to read me the news. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird for you to have that, considering that Jeff's house is the most technologically plugged-in house I've ever seen. Right. Like, his yeah. his front door 
can be locked by his phone. He has a nest. What? Mm -hmm. He has this Alexa person. Yeah, she can actually the unlock the door too. Yeah. Wait, Yet so he, is he Alexa like the Amazon thing? Uh -huh. or is, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I hang grind my coffee. Yeah. You gotta pick and choose, you know, where you wanna be. I'm surprised be. you don't have like a Honey I Shrunk the Kids lawnmower. That's the one. Yeah, that's the. That's the, what I'm saying. With the rotating blades. No, dude, he had one with a remote control. Oh, oh right, right, right. Seriously, yeah. Yeah. Wow, you got us both there. Yeah, I just remember <laughs> the only thing I really remember about Honey I Shrunk the Kids is like the French kiss joke, or French class nope. joke. You know what? No, good. Tell us. Oh, it's just that a, a, one of the characters gives the other another character CPR. It's like the older brother gives his like neighbor, hot neighbor girl, uh, CPR, and his which no one was really hot in the '90s, right? It was just face. That's fair, yeah. Um, and one, the little brother's like, "Where did you learn how to do that?" And he's like, "French class." Uh, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> super good joke. You I'm know, it's a Rick Moranis that. joke for yeah. sure. The uh, so, what's your favorite font? Oh, font. Oh. You know, I used to have an answer for that, I'm sure. Um, but he writes now. Like, you don't write saying, in a font. Yeah, but I mean, he's a big fontist. I am a big, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he didn't want to say it. <laughs> say it. Say it. Fontist. Fontist. Calligraphist. There it is. Cal calligraphist. But like, not in calligraphy, like in general. Right, right. Um, Comic Sans, obviously. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Papyrus, guys. Yeah. Like, it, go it takes me back to my calligraphy roots. Yeah. Um, uh, a favorite favorite font. I don't know if I have a favorite font, but I have a couple of, like found like font foundries that I like a lot. Um, like LostType.com. Uh, they do some great work, and then League of Movable Type. I guess if I had to choose one, it'd be like League Gothic. Um, Mine's Futurable. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. We talked about that after yeah. Draplin came through. Yeah, or Draplin. He uses it for everything. Yeah, but it's uh, also the Wes Anderson font for those of you. Uh, that. Yeah, okay. it's the Nike font. The the yeah. Just Do It was in Futura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So classic. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of Field Notes stuff now. Mm. Yeah. I kind of went on like a Field Notes binge, and so I have all these random notebooks. Yeah. Really, <laughs> 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 like they just released a journalist uh, notebook, uh, journalist ledger. And I got all excited, even though like I haven't been a journalist student in twelve years. Right. Does it just flip just, over the top? Is that the only difference? Um, kind of. Yeah, yeah it gives you that like detective <laughs> feel, right. like when yeah. you're like. Well, I have one of those already. Oh, okay. Right. Good. A top flip. Yeah. Uh, I've got one of those. It came in the starter pack. Ooh. And, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> there's a wait. There's but a. This is a little bit different. Notepad it's like a specifically pack. for journalism notebook. Okay. So I think Notepad starter pack maybe took the cake of hand-cranked coffee grinder. No, it came with the field notes flip over, and it's got all these, like, interesting things in it. Like, it gives you, like, all the calculations for, like, how far in feet, like, a mile is, or a nautical mile, or a kilometer, or whatever. And then, like, the side's a ruler. And oh, okay. then there's, like... So it's like a Swiss Army notepad? Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Does it have, like, average length of a giant squid or anything that's really useful? It does have very... It does have a couple pieces of weird um, information in it, so maybe. Oh, that's good. Um, I believe there's something about the stars in it. It's basically a survival guide. I like it. Good. Yeah. All right. Stars well. and miles and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Top flips. Because, you know, people... 
we'll be able to know, well, oh, well, a mile. Right. You know. 5,280 feet, right? Yeah. yeah. 5,280 feet. Like, right. so I know I need to go that way for 5,280 feet because you know how far a fucking foot is when right. you're in the forest. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You just count your steps, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was I right about that? Is it five, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. I don't even know. 1,620 meters. I always remember because of that song in Rent. In what? Rent. I don't know what that you're talking about. Oh, 5,020. Yeah, yeah, it's minutes. Never mind. We that's sang in the, that in show choir. Yeah. That's in the yeah. Team America movie, right? Yeah. AIDS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a uh, that was my sidebar. Yeah. So what do you do for your day job? Oh no. What just happened? What does it say? I don't know if it stopped. Oh. Alive. Well, that's weird. But where did we leave off? Okay. We'll so know. sorry about that weird thing. Uh, something weird just happened. It was a commercial break. But we're back. <laughs> yeah, I think that what we'll We'd have like to, to thank do, our sponsors. You should, when you go through and uh, edit it tonight, find that spot and just yeah. voice over. Like, I'll, I'll do what I can. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Casper or something. Yeah. <laughs> Blue Apron. They're, yeah. they're doing a lot. <laughs> I feel, like, yeah. I feel yeah. like Blue Me Apron undies. is on every single yeah. podcast that I'm listening to right oh, now. Yeah. What's so, your day job? Uh, I'm a I'm a copywriter. At a, actually, I work with Jeff at uh, an email marketing company. So I write I write copy. I, I'm currently. So you write the emails that we unsubscribe from. Yes. Yeah. I mean, ideally, you you're like this is really great stuff. Right. I'm gonna stay subscribed. But mm -hmm. yeah. Do you think you'd have a better engagement rate if you could calligraphy your emails? Probably. Yeah. God, yeah. that would take forever. Yeah, it really would. <laughs> like, if I came into work and it was like, hey, Christopher, we have a batch of one million emails for you to calligraphy today. <laughs> I'm going to need you to lock yourself up underneath the stairs. Yeah. Can we just scan them in and send them out that way? The yeah. only like email subscription that I've kept has been the Chubby's one. There's yeah. a, they're a uh, shining example of a great email campaign. I don't for think you. Yeah. Yeah, it's not for everyone. Nothing is. Right. We're very sectored. I don't yeah. want to Google Chubbies, so what is the... <laughs> <laughs> it's a shorts company. Oh, okay. Yeah. Skies out, thighs out. Oh, I like it. Okay. Yeah. It's a short shorts company. Short shorts. All right. Okay. Yeah. They okay. do... They have a really large campaign against cargo shorts. Good. Because Someone what man... Has, what yeah. man needs more than three pockets? Yeah. No man. Yeah. Yeah, three. I'm actually... Wow. Yeah, two in the front, one in the back. Yeah, I'm right now trying to learn how to like do, like quick sketch watercolor stuff, and I'm I'm looking, I'm reading through this book about it, and the lady writing about it talks about how her husband, who's also an artist, likes to keep his sketch kit in his cargo short pocket, and I just, uh -oh. I giggled. Yeah. Um, I've like, spent a lot of time wearing cargo pants. I have my, too. In my camo pajamas. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I used to skateboard back in the 90s, which, you know, oh, that yeah. was just you all cargo pants. Airwalks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, uh, did you ever have Jinkos? I never got into the Jinkos. At my school, all the, like, huge Tool fans oh, yeah. wore yeah. all yeah. the Jinkos. Yeah. So it was kind of like a... Kind of ironic, right? Don't you think? Mm. Tools? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Those guys were intense. Yeah. They yeah. were intense on the life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, and what's crazy is like 
there are certain types of music that people never really evolve out of. Right. Yeah. And that's one of them. All yeah. of those dudes still love that. Still love yeah. Tool. Yeah. And then not Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's another one. Yeah. I say to an extent. Um, to an extent, probably Pearl Jam. Oh yeah. Uh, like Pearl yeah. Jam fans still go yeah. everywhere. That's a great sound effect. That is great. <laughs> Should have done that in front of the mic. The uh, it'll it'll pick it up. It yeah. picks up everything. This yeah. thing, it, it looks fancy. <laughs> yeah. It's, That's just to let other people know what we're doing. Just a bunch of garbage. This is not a sound <laughs> yeah. barrier. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> what's the uh, what's another one? Can you think of one? Dave Matthews fans really We've already evolved did that. Yeah, we, yeah, I remember that. That was a great episode. I feel like I've evolved quite a out bit. Out of Dave in Matthews? My, yeah, out of, <laughs> out of my Dave Matthews days. Yeah. I just couldn't afford Abercrombie anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's one of those... I still listen to a lot of the music that I listened to in high school, but I'm, I wouldn't say I'm like, I'm still... I wouldn't like. I'm not still like a Misfits fan, you know. Like it's. Oh. I still love listening to them, but like I don't wear their T-shirt around or anything. Right. But because now it would be very in vogue. It's true. Yeah. You'd be very hip. If yeah. You Misfits. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. <clears throat> I used to be really big in Rage Against the Machine. Yep. Like pretty much my entire like senior year, I only listened to Rage Against the Machine and the Beastie Boys. Something that was right. it. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, you know I understand the economic plight of. Right. Uh, uprising in Colombia, whatever yeah. they were writing about in their albums. Yeah, the people um, united. Yeah, yeah, those. <laughs> but I love those songs, man. Yeah, I was just you know middle class white kid fighting the fucking man. <laughs> Someone's got to fight him. Living on the lake. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you guys don't know how fucking hard it is, man. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> That's one of my favorite things. Being in the army, I've met lots of socio-economically diverse people yeah and one of my favorite things is when people are really talking about like growing up How and rough it was it was being shitty and i'd be like yeah dude sometimes like your mom wouldn't give you enough gas money to go jet ski yeah yeah sometimes the lake is really cold yeah dude you know yeah like you had weekend plans and it fucking rains yeah it's terrible yeah it's an awful place to be in. Yeah. What uh, I did just recently, we were talking about this right before we went on. Chris, Chris and I um, have had a little fling recently where we were at work yesterday texting each other, listening to an album together Yeah. in yeah. different cities. <laughs> <laughs> we even planned to have a listening party. Yeah. Yeah. But Virtual. in all fairness, no, a real one. No, like, yeah. Because like, this band, so this band that I'm, so my favorite band for about the last eight years has been Thrice. And I think that they may have just recently been dethroned by the Deer Hunter. Oh, wow. Who just came out with Act 5. And they have, I don't know how much of that was No, deleted. it just, I got okay. it. Okay, yeah. it uh, keeps no. doing it. Uh. Okay, so we may have some really serious technical issues with the podcast now. <laughs> you know, I think it might be that you keep the microphone in the trunk of your car. Oh, that could be it. Yeah. <laughs> How did you know it was in the trunk of my car? Because when I plugged it in, it was on fire. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Well, I didn't want to forget it, <laughs> so I just keep it in my car. I yeah. never know when we're going to record anymore. That's torched. That's all right. Um, so... Maybe you want to take it home this time? No, we're good. Okay. Um, this is fun. Yeah. Talk, talk about Deer Hunter. So anyway, the Deer Hunter 
Um, <laughs> they, they've been around since like 2006, and they, <laughs> they uh, uh, oh my gosh, have, they have an actual storyline that is that fifth act just came out um, this week, well a couple weeks ago now, and um, I've been listening to Act Five at nauseum, ad nauseum, ad. and basically the storyline follows the boy and he's born and then like some stuff happens and then he joins world war one then he comes back and he becomes the mayor of the town and then i didn't know he becomes mayor oh yeah i I just finished i just finished a song where he got the hooker no you didn't not if you're in act three was that in act four that was in act two Oh yeah, there's a lot of it that you have to really, really pay attention. Yeah, all right. Misleading is the hooker. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Miss Terry's his mom. Okay. And then. Who's not a hooker? The pimp and the priest is the same guy, and that's basically the main antagonist throughout okay. the story. And um, uh, comes back, becomes the mayor. Well, he Don Draper's his brother during the war. Uh, mm. Like, brother dies, comes back as his brother. Uh-huh. It's a big thing. Um, and so we were talking about, and it's really interesting if you read the story, you, they have it set up song by song that you can read it. And it's you can pick up on way more of it once you understand what's happening in the music. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about doing a listening party where we read the story, listen to the song, drink a shitload of wine. There you go. Yeah. And, like, and Chris has a sweet-ass apartment downtown. Nice. So yeah, Did, um, I don't remember what kind of music you like. He likes the format. The he format. likes fun. Okay, uh-huh. right. But yeah, so within that, there's still like concept albums. Like I, I've always Cody been a, and Cambria. Yeah, so I've always been a huge fan of the con the concept album idea. Um, it's really hard to pull off. It's really hard to pull off, and I think that gives it like gives people license to like give it a lot of slack. Right. Man, I love concept albums. So as you were, they had two. Yeah. So it's not like it's a new idea. Right. No. I mean, Tommy. It's definitely not novel. Yeah, Tommy. That was. Elton John was in that. Yeah. Yeah. I just. Yeah. I'm just saying. I love concept albums. I think people give them can give them a lot of hell. Well, they're typically seen. I mean, typically seen as extremely nerdy. Yeah. Because Led Zeppelin kind of made them. Led Zeppelin and the Who made him famous because Led Zeppelin had those albums about True. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. And nerds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a spider on my balcony that I named Aragog, which that's Harry Potter. And you're and certain then, it's the same spider every time? Yeah, it's huge. And it's okay. always in the same spot. That's Why don't you just cool. kill it? Because it's eating mosquitoes. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, think I saw was... a shower thought one time that was like, have you ever thought about a spider that's lived in your house for a really long time and just accepted that he's your roommate and then one day you murder him? <laughs> <laughs> I thought things were cool between us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any concept albums you like? Well, I was going to say, as you were explaining this, um, the storylines and all that, it reminds me of... Uh, I think it's Panic at the Disco, maybe, did, or it was either that or My Chemical Romance. My, Black my, Parade. It was My Chemical Romance. That was Romance. the storyline. Yeah. But that was just one album. Well, and they had another one 
that was like this futuristic, like uh, post-apocalyptic world. Yeah, okay. it's actually I, I actually really liked it. The the one with the black parade got picked up a lot um, in sports. Yeah, arenas because the they did the, the Kings when they won the title a few years ago used that song hmm. as like their rallying cry. Yeah, the uh, good stuff. I think it's like they're only. I think the cool thing is that you you don't hear like volumes like the the really impressive thing about the deer hunter stuff. Uh, and I'm only in Act Three at this point, but like they're it's serious. It's five acts. Like it's they're kind of and they they each get progressively better. Yeah, you and know? it is very similar to a play, in which like every album has a song somewhat in the middle that's just kind of out of left field, and it almost feels like an intermission. Yeah, right. And then um, it just I mean if you can really follow it, you can see the story arc and everything. Um, it did take me quite a few listens and actually having to read the story to be able to follow it through the music. Sure. It's not easy to do. Yeah. yeah. But um, I got on their Reddit the other day. Whew. Like, oh god, you get lost in a rabbit hole. All the theories and everything. Oh, yeah. I can't even do Reddit. Like, I'm scared of Reddit. They had a uh, a music video that just so all their music videos before this were actually like really similar to lyric videos like they had a bunch of images in the background and the lyrics of the song would pop up and yeah. Casey the lead singer did that on purpose because it makes it a little bit easier for you to understand where it's at in the story hmm. right well the most recent music video was for a song in act 5 called Gloria and in the story the oracles because there are oracles in the story Nerds. are uh, kind of recapping everything that had happened to them up to this point the video visually was like super disappointing because I already had like in my head what the boy looked like and uh, all this other yeah, stuff. Yeah. And it just, they're not a huge band so they don't have a huge budget for videos. <laughs> right. So like there's a scene where they're at a party and everybody's dressed like in 1920s garb because um, it's post-World War One, so right. timing's right. Yeah. The problem is like you can tell that it's a bunch of hipsters <laughs> wearing World War Two or wearing 1920s garb. Like yeah. they just don't pull it off and they have modern makeup and hairstyles. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it just doesn't work. Yeah. But it is cool because as you're watching it, you're like, oh, that's from this song. Oh, that's from this song, right. like from Act Two huh. or Act Three. So yeah, um, that like part's cool. That's one, so what you just mentioned there, having modern makeup and hairstyles, that's something that like you can't point out necessarily, but like when you see it, you're like, oh, that's so wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I couldn't identify what a hairstyle should be, but I know that like that's yeah. when you're looking at right. like our bartender, but wearing a 1920s dress. Right. Like, you're like that doesn't work. Right. Yeah. yeah. No offense. Nice. <laughs> wasn't meant as offensive. <laughs> the um. um Oh man, I think we're good. Yeah. I think that's it. For if you thing. didn't have another word there, I was yeah. going to say you have to do the Twitter thing. That's true. Well, you got any good life advice here, Chris? For everyone who's probably a little bit disappointed after waiting two weeks <laughs> for a very <laughs> ill prepared. Yeah. Chris walked in the bar and we were like, hey, do you want to be on the podcast today? I was like, oh, all right, sure. <laughs> I thought I was going to be like the canned laughter in the back, like the live studio audience. Oh, yeah. Um, but then you're like, hey, sit here, sit, talking to the mic. Sit right in front of the microphone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you did a good job. Thanks. You carried us, really. Because yeah. if you weren't here, we I don't think we <laughs> would have had 15 had minutes about. of material. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I think something I've been thinking of 
a lot lately is uh, like you don't have to be innovative to be creative I think um, in the sense that like I feel like I'm you know I do calligraphy and I'm a writer and, and I, I want to learn watercolor sketchbook shit and so I've been doing that lately it's and nothing that I'm doing is really new or anything or or like you're not gonna look at what I do and be like wow that's I've never seen that before um, but I love to create, you know, like I just love to do art or writing or, or you know, whatever. So I think, and it made me realize it's like when people say that's so creative, really they, they mean like that's something that I've not really seen before, but that's more innovative. So I think that's a thing. Like you can be creative without being like the next new thing uh, oh, just okay. by the fact of like. I will say that the last piece that I saw that you drew sketched was something I'd never seen before because I've never been on your balcony. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so to me, that was a new artistic piece that I've never seen before. Right. Yeah. But I mean like, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Like stylistically. Light up. <laughs> I'm a, I'm like the most serious. I got nothing. Calligrapher? Yeah. Calligraphister. Yeah. Calligraphister. Yeah. Don't, don't Google that. Don't Google calligraphisting. Jeff, you're next. I'm next. Um, uh, I was probably going to say something about, like, uh, the quicker that you can adjust to the new normal, whatever that may be, uh, is, is probably swell. Uh, like, don't be, uh, was it swell? Is that what got you? No, there's just so much behind that. Yeah, there's yeah. so much <laughs> subtext. <laughs> you just subtweeted, like... Yeah. A whole bunch of stuff there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, and I think we've probably said this a uh, few times in the past in different ways, but, like, eat, you know, don't dwell on the, the past. Like, just get to the new yeah, normal so don't, and figure it out. Don't dwell on the fact that we've said that before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not dwelling on it. Get, that's, get used to the new normal. Yeah. The new normal is... Like, that Jeff and Blaine have said all everything that they're going to say before... <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. true. We, we can't say anything new. As Boys to Men once said, yeah. we've come to the end of the road. Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys are just going to have to have new people on every week. I think that, yeah. No, I was actually just thinking that while we were talking. I was like, maybe our podcast should pivot to just being people of Indianapolis. And we just bring different people on and talk to them. <laughs> like people of New York? Yeah. 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 And we just bring different people on and talk to them because, yeah. like, then we there's not much we have to do to prepare. It's real easy. Yeah. yeah you just show up. I mean, because it is getting increased, especially now that school started back up and I work in a different city. Uh-huh. Like, it's getting increasingly hard to prepare and plan for these things. Yeah. So, um, I think that mine would be that I think that in our current climate, like, Temperature? 80 no. degrees. Or poli- politics? Mm, yes. Social? Social. Okay. Everybody wants to be to hang on so hard to their own personal belief idea system. And I think that it's not good. So just be willing to listen. Uh, and be willing to accept that maybe you're not right. And that's okay. Google confirmation bias. Oh God! Yeah. And read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And apply it to your life. Yeah. 
just I think that for the most part the people that listen to us are probably a little bit more like us right yeah um, but I think that it's not just one side or the other I think both sides are pretty firm and hey we're right and you're wrong and I think that let's well, I was just talking about that today. Like, I don't think that you can bring up one issue that people would be like, yeah, I'll meet you in the middle on that one. Right, yeah. right. So, um, that's good. Middle. Beers Over Lunch at gmail.com. Twitter at Beers Lunch Pod. We will hopefully record next week. Hopefully this episode is going up tonight. So have a great weekend, everybody. Yeah, yeah, have a great weekend. Sorry about the technical issues. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun.